I'm Sean, Noob of All Trades, or Noob for short. This is my co-host. Blonde. That's where the Noob and Blonde comes from, if you've ever seen my gamer tag. Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Off the rails. <laughs> We're here recording the second episode of Two Guys Gaming for the latest reboot of a reboot. We're going to do our Spooktober episode where we talk about spooky movies tv shows just pop culture in general should be uh should be a good one lots of stuff to lots of stuff to touch base on definitely, so definitely. yeah yep looking forward to it so one the audio on the first one wasn't great apologize to you know the three people that listened <laughs> I, i'm really i'm really sorry uh liam aiden quinn i'm really sorry mom mom probably <laughs> i think my mom listens to it probably <laughs> Sean's mom, not my mom. <laughs> Brother from a different mother. <laughs> All right. Basically, what we've done for this one is kind of compiled a list of movies, games, comic books, everything. Stuff that's kind of jumped out to us, uh, you know, over the years from our youth to being immature adults. I think just to kind of get things rolling. Well, we both have a story of emotional distress from when we were children so maybe we can start there and kind of expand out from that i'm pretty sure everybody has one of those stories oh absolutely they something when they were too young or their parents showed them something and it just you know ruined you for a couple of years if not the rest of your life decades <laughs> hold me <laughs> Someday we talk about this in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, one that jumps out at me was Poltergeist. Right. Like the part where the clown doll thing like drags a kid under the bed. Oh yeah. Yeah, that just screwed me up for so long. <laughs> like I was just an absolute mess. It's <laughs> like what? What happened? <laughs> me the one that sticks out for me like everybody talks about the pool scene which is creepy sure but the one that always i don't know why it stuck with me but like where there was the one like where the tree attacked oh right? yeah yeah that, yeah, that part, yeah for some reason that part is like burned into my brain <laughs> whenever you mention whenever you mention poltergeist that's the thing that i think of is that friggin scene it's just like like same kind of thing it's just like messes you up i mean that movie overall was just like one of the scariest movies ever made yeah it, that scene ruined hiking for me for a long time <laughs> <laughs> that tree's looking at me weird it's us or them <laughs> the amazon good riddance <laughs> Yeah, that one, that one was just so messed up. It really was. That was that was one where I can say like, "Thanks, Dad, you didn't have my back <laughs> on that one. You were sleeping at the wheel." You're like, "Nah, he's old enough; he can watch <laughs> exactly, it." Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's not that bad. no, really not. No. No. <laughs> isn't, no. That the, isn't that the one? Is that the one where like people killed themselves afterwards, or was that The Exorcist? I can't remember. That was The Exorcist. Was it The Exorcist where people yeah. killed themselves afterwards because they were so like deeply affected by the? shooting the movie and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the exorcist okay yeah yeah <laughs> good times exorcist uh so i know that there's one that's on both of our lists and that is uh was it night night of the living, living dead the original yeah. yeah that one that one messed me up so i watched that i, I want to say i was like 12 or 13 
It was like one of the, it was one of the years that my parents let me stay awake later yeah. as a, yeah. as a kid or whatever. Yeah. And I, it, it was on and I heard things about it and I'm like, Oh, you know, how scary can this be? Or it's in black and white, blah, blah, blah. So I had mm. that, that reaction to it initially. And then the only thing that I remember is just periodically running from where I was watching the movie to the backyard to look in the backyard to see if the zombies are <laughs> were coming at like that's <laughs> I was like and ever since I've been obsessed with like zombies and zombie horror and stuff like that so yeah it yeah. was it was scary but like it was also for whatever reason it's it that's the one that like has stuck with me and then I just like you know we'll talk about it but the walking dead uh, marvel zombies you know uh 28 days later like all of these, yeah. This this sort of lifelong obsession with zombies. I, I it started there, and it's crazy to think about. Yeah, it definitely. Um, it it always gives like I remember like you know even in the, the town where I lived up in I lived in um, like driving past cemeteries as a kid and just kind of like you, you're kind of giving it side eyes yeah, like. Yeah. It's the ground moving. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> when I first moved up here, and I would walk to work from Silver Street, I lived in Greenfield, and I would walk down Federal Street, and there's the cemetery there that has like the crypt and everything. Yeah, yeah. That's like, what every I'm time about. I walked by that, like when it was dark out, because I worked early in the morning, so yeah. it was like still dark when I was walking to work. Every time, I, it, like you say, you're like looking at it side eyed, like. I need to carry a gat with me to <laughs> take, take care of these zombies when they start coming after me, like, every single time. <laughs> Fresh after a shift at Friendly's, walking the street, streets of Greenfield with my heater. <laughs> my zombie debrainer. <laughs> my zombie be good stick. <laughs> Yeah, that one messed me up. Like to the point, I remember <laughs> just even thinking, "This is so messed up." I remember like being super young and like yep. going to like my great grandmother's like funeral or whatever, yep. and I was Jeez. just like, "You're gonna nail that shit <laughs> shut, right?" <laughs> we gonna have a problem, Grandma. <laughs> Put two in you too. <laughs> There's actually something that I forgot to put down. Now that you say that, <laughs> like I've read Zombieland. Oh, Zombieland was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, good. I, for whatever reason, I didn't want to watch it because it came out like shortly after, around the same time as Shaun of the Dead, which I love. Like I've seen that movie. That's my all time, time, all time favorite movie, yeah, Shaun of the Dead. So we'll come back to that one. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've seen that one dozens of times. But then Zombieland came out, and I was kind of like, oh, this is sort of the cheap American version of Shaun of the Dead or whatever. And one of my former students, when she graduated, she got me Zombieland as a gift. So I was like, well, I never wanted to watch this, but somebody got it for me as a gift. So I sat down and watched it. And then that's one of those ones that I've shared with Aiden, because Aiden's big in the horror too. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, he sat down and watched it with me. And yeah. It's funny, like, he that's going to be his story now growing up, because... He at one point he's like, I don't think mom would want me watching this movie, and I'm like, oh well, <laughs> like we're already too deep in. <laughs> We've come point, too like, far. <laughs> this is where we're past the point of no return. But the trauma's been done. <laughs> it's the trauma, right? Exactly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
my parents did to me what makes you think you're so special kid (laughs) (laughs) sit down and watch (laughs) so we both agree Shaun of the Dead was fantastic yes because that was so here's the thing like I'm actually not really a big like horror movie guy like for the most part I think they're kind of stupid and it's funny to say that because that's sort of what I grew up with too like that's after I watched the couple that I watched, like, like I said, I watched Daily way too young, and then I watched Night of the Living Dead, but for the most part, I grew up during, like, the, the Jason Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, which the first Nightmare on Elm Street is pretty good, like, as a movie and as a film, and yeah. as a story, the first one's pretty good, and then after that, they get ridiculous. It just washed out. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing with, like, Friday the 13th. I'm like, that's what I think of when I think of horrors. I think of that cheesy crap, so, yeah, I'm in the same kind of boat as you are. Yeah. Like, until I started watching decent horror movies. Yeah, I wasn't really much of a horror guy anyway, what you were saying. Yeah, I just, I, it's like the over-the-top, like, gore stuff, like, I always just kind of laugh at. Right. I'm like, this is so ridiculous <laughs> and stupid. Yeah. Um, and then I remember when Shaun of the Dead came out, because I had, I had everyone was saying, like, oh, you have to see Dawn of the Dead. Right. Like, the George Romero, right, like, right, when right, he, right. you yeah. know, whatever, 2005, maybe, he put yeah. that out? 2004, yeah. 2005? Right. And I watched it, and I was just like, the whole time, I'm like, this is so stupid. I know, that's the thing. Like, that is such a boring movie. It is. I mean, it's just the same, it's the same yep, stuff yep, over yep. and over and over. It's like, we get it. There's right. zombies. Right. There's going to be some gory scene. Something's going to happen. You, you know, either hit a bunch of zombies with cars, or you shoot them in the face. Right. And it's like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. Like, we know where we're going. Yep. Like, we've seen this. Mm-hmm. And... So when Charlotte that came out, I'm like, what is this? And I didn't realize that it was actually like supposed to be like a comedy. Right. So it's kinda like uh, you know, my next door neighbor owned the video yeah. store. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. He was like, No, he's like, You should really watch it. And I was like, You also said I should watch Dawn of the Dead. And I'm like, it's just like a British version of that, and like yeah, it's right. supposed to be like witty. He's like, No, no, no. He's like, It's so good. And I was like, Fine. Right. And he's like, seriously, he's like, just grab it off the shelf. Oh, okay. And I remember watching and just being like so blown away. Right. I'm like, okay, like there's gore, but it's so like the tether ball where right. like they throw the tether ball pole, they throw it to me. It's <laughs> like the tennis ball in the head. <laughs> oh, oh, like Rams are thrown. I'm just like cracking up yeah. the whole time. I'm like, this is like the gore is so stupid, right. but the movie is just so well done. Like just the way like that they shoot each scene, right. like like where he's like getting ready for work, like right out of yeah. the gate, how it's like right. really like yeah, the ex- stupid jump cuts that they do. On the oh movies. man. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Like everything. Yeah. So funny. Well, that's the, I, I don't remember how I came upon it either, but it was the same kind of thing where like I sat down and I watched it and like just from the go, I was like, okay, this is different. This is going to be something else. You know, they, they build it as a romantic comedy with zombies or whatever, yeah, which is yeah. basically what it is at the heart. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't really expect much going in, but yeah, I, I've watched that movie dozens of times and it was the same kind of thing. Like after I watched it, I just recommended it to everybody because it's like you say, it's funny. It's got the zombie horror, which is ridiculous and over the top and, and funny and stupid in its own right. But there are also like just certain scenes where like, it's just like a well scripted, well done movie. Like that, the whole scene in the, the bar where Sean's mom finally gets, finally gets revealed. Spoiler alert. Of a fifteen-year-old movie, or yeah. They listen like <laughs> it's on you at this <laughs> right, point. At this point exactly. <laughs> but yeah, when it gets revealed that Sean's mom has been bitten, like that—that that whole scene is like genuinely a good, well-scripted and well-acted scene on top yeah. of everything else. 
Yeah. Yep. <laughs> shoot her in the face. <laughs> I'm not gonna shoot my mom in the face. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was really like every character was really well done in yeah. that. Like the character development was like on point. Like it was fantastic. Right. And I love how just like the the opening, right? Like the after this whatever happened with the zombies right. where he just goes back to the store to like get his ice cream that he always gets like every day a couple ice creams and then like (laughs) and then you see like all the stuff in the background he's like so oblivious to it and i'm just like he's just like walking past some of the zombie tries to take a bite out and he's just kind of like and just walks like right 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 by him i'm like oh my god i'm like it's so funny and it's like his avon yeah like like his his ex is it his ex i can't remember yeah his ex-girlfriend avon like yep. the, the woman who, like, it's funny because her group ends up being like the traditional zombie movie people, where they're like actually fighting back. They and, got AKs and, and, and everything. And by the end of the movie, they're like they they got everything on lock, and you've got these people. Like you say, it's like basically everything that's hap- that happens in the background, you know, where it's just like these are the people who survive simply by dumb luck or simply because you know they end up in a place where it's somewhat well fortified and. Maybe the zombies didn't go there initially or something like that. Yeah. You know there are those people that, like, they just never leave their house, so they're going to survive something like this. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like they never leave their house, or and when that happens, they'll, they'll be the best prepared for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of, like, the end? And, again, I don't even care about your spoiler alert. <laughs> like, where Ed, he's, like, chained right. up, like, right. playing right. PlayStation. <laughs> um, like, every time all I think of is, like, when you were, like, in school full-time and working third yeah. shift. And, like, you'd come home, you'd just be, like, sitting on the couch, and I'm just, like, like with a Dreamcast controller. <laughs> Hit start for you. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. But that's the type of horror movies. I like, like, clever ones. And I also like, like, psychological ones. Right. Like, to me, those are the ones that just really mess you up even right, right. more. It's, like... The really dumb, uh, what was the one? People, it came out like last spring. People went and saw it and they were like vomiting in the oh, theater. Right. I can't remember. It was like the clown one or whatever. It was like some clown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think yeah, of it. Yeah, no, it's, it's right there, yeah. Um, and they're releasing, they're releasing another one, right? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. that one like right. made it yeah. made news because right. people were yeah. vomiting because right. it was right. like the gore was like so over the yeah. top, yeah. and it was just like that's the type of shit. I'm like, I don't, I don't really care about. Yeah. I'm like, it's just stupid. Yeah, I'm like it's just. Well, that's like I, it came across my feed. Somebody shared something from like that, the most extreme haunted house. I'm sure you've seen like the things about it where it's like if you get through the haunted house, you get like twenty thousand dollars or something like that. So, like, I did some research about it, and then they released this documentary about it. And it's, like, it's not even really so much a haunted house as it seems like it's just some guy who, like, legally kidnaps people because they sign a waiver and then beats the shit out of them for, like, two or three hours. But that's that's kind of, it's, like, it's not even a haunted house. Like No, no. No, it's just, like, it's just, like, basically people call it, like, some people are, like, it's just a torture chamber. Like, that's all it is. Yeah. And I'm, like, I don't understand, like, why that's considered in the same vein is like going through a you know a haunted house and people jumping out at you and maybe you know spooking it spooking you or whatever like i don't yeah, understand yeah, how those two like, things yeah, are like, and it's the same kind of thing with these horror movies where it's like 
that's the I guess the genre has become to the point now where you can't have like you have the the torture porn movies and you have the over the <laughs> over the yeah. top gory movies which yeah, yeah. like people go for that but that's not really my thing either. No, it's it's not intelligent right. to me at least. Right. Like it's not intelligent. Right, like, and that's what that I mean. That's what yeah. turned me off too. I mean, I think I mentioned it before, but that's what turned me off to The Walking Dead was I read it up to a certain, like the comic I read up to a certain point and then I stopped reading it. I don't remember why. I think just because I wasn't picking up the trades anymore. But so then I stopped reading it and then I, I picked it up again. I was just flipping through and I happened, flip, happened to flip through the one, I think it was the one with Glenn or like it was one of the ones with where Rick's kid loses his eye or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, it was one of those and it was just like the same kind of thing. It's like, you were selling this as story driven and now it just seems like you've gotten to the point where you've run out of story. So now you're just going for that shock factor. Yeah. It's all it is. Yeah. Like what's going to happen next? No one's safe. It's like, yeah, well that was the general premise the whole time. Right. Exactly. We knew that that's, we knew the the title of the walking dead. Like we knew that talked about the people that were (laughs) still alive. Yeah. yeah. We we knew we, we got it. We got the joke. You didn't have to explain (laughs) it to us. (laughs) Spell it out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, Walking Dead, that's it. So, uh, my confession is, I only watched one season of the TV show. I watched. And I couldn't do it. I was just like, it's so stupid. I watched two. I think it was two. And then we were we were watching the season premiere of the third one. And it was the same kind of thing. I, I don't know if it was just the time or, the, I, or that it was just like a reaction to it. But it was the same kind of thing. Like, one of the characters just start slitting people's throats. And I'm like, I'm not watching this. Like, I just yeah. look at Christine. I'm like, I'm not watching this anymore. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I, I it, this is, this is not what I'm coming to this show for. <laughs> like it, it completely missed the mark on right. that. So basically what they did was they missed the mark on the comics. I understand right. that you don't want to do like a shot for right, shot, right, like right, remake right. of the right. comic book. But to that point, they also lost the theme. And it was right. just like, okay, we're just going to take the theme from like the end of the series where everything was just like, pushed over the top yeah like oh my god like we gotta do as much gore as possible and it was just like and it's funny because i uh a guy i worked with he was like he 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 knows like i'm in the comic books and um years ago and he was like i think it was maybe like third or fourth season and he was just like can you just tell me what happens he's like because i feel like i'm wasting like every sunday (laughs) night now and i'm like do you really want to know it's like yeah just tell me right and i was like all right. So I just spelled it out for him. Like, this is what happens. Yeah. So I'm like, that's it. And he was like, thank you. <laughs> it's like, you could see the curse right. lifting from his body. It's like a ray of light. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> and I think like they, I did, I think they have like spinoffs now yes. or they did a yeah. spinoff or whatever. There's the, yeah. There's one called fear of the walking dead. I think they're doing another one where like Daryl somehow ends up in like Barcelona or something like that. I don't know. I just happened to see it. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I just happened to I just happened to see it when I was like flipping through the, the different streaming services. It said something about I somewhere overseas. It's either Barcelona or the UK or something like that. I don't know. But I'm like, yeah. So stupid. <laughs> just stop. Right. Stop. You're not you've milked that cash cow. There's nothing right. left. Well that's I saw or I heard an interview with Kirkman and he was saying that there was there were people on the staff whose job it was to say no to him because he knew that was his for whatever reason that's how he told a story where he's just like he just went to the extreme right away and people are like no you gotta bring that back in like this is gonna turn people off because at some point you get to the point where everybody's just like 
and I started to see towards the end of it, they're like, why are you still watching this show? Like, this show has no respect for you as a viewer anymore. Yeah. Like, they, they know that they, they can do the most brutal thing to you and to these characters, and you're just going to keep coming back for more. Like, it's just sadistic. It's just a sadistic relationship at this point. Yeah. Like, why yeah. are you still coming back to the show? Because they have no respect for you as a viewer. I'm yeah, like, basically. <laughs> I mean, that, that was basically the message with, um, oh, Mitch, you know. Mitch Trubisky. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. So anyone listening, we also have uh, NFL highlights going on in the background. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Pickett got his shoulder destroyed. Shoved out to his ass. <laughs> He'll Mitch, be fine. Now Mitch Trubisky is in to save the Steelers season. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest thing that's been said on this podcast. <laughs> He'll be fine. <laughs> Pass me a drink. <laughs> um, yeah, so with... Yeah, Walking Dead was so bad. Yeah. But I think that's a pretty good uh, segue into comics. If you want to touch base yeah, on sure, the comic books. Um, so, I, know, I know you have more... Like, you're more into the horror books than I was. Like, I know there's a rich history of horror comic books. It's just, for whatever reason, I never got into them. But I know you're big into them. Yeah, I mean, starting, you know, again, being too young, but getting, like, House of Mystery, right. like, old House yep, of Mystery yep. books and, um, you know, Secrets of Haunted House and weird mystery tales right. and all that stuff. Like, I used to like, grab those books like crazy. I still have a pretty good collection of them. Um, but there's some real quality stuff that's come out. Um, so so I basically tell everyone, like, if you're not reading uh, Dark Ride, yep. I believe that's an image comic. Dark Ride, you're missing out. Okay. That's amazing. Such a good book. Um, so basically, general premise is like this: this guy, I basically his family owns this amusement park, yeah. and it seems like their dad has been into some real demonic stuff. Okay. So there's some real like, it, there's like some gore to it, but nothing crazy. But it's just like really well written. Right. Um. Yeah. Um, that one is written by Josh Williamson. Oh, I like him a lot. Yeah, I like his yeah. Flash run. His Flash run was really good. Yeah, that's he what I've heard. Doing, I think he's doing Superman now. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's doing Superman now. Yeah, and that's actually pretty good too. I know you keep killing me with those reviews. I'm like, <laughs> I was so against Superman. I'm like, ah, oh, God. I'm like, I might have to grab some. <laughs> yeah, it's um. He definitely, he hits a stride in it. Like, after, like, the first, like, couple issues, you're yeah, like, right. wow, this is, like, pretty interesting. And it actually gets deep. Like, you think on the surface, it's just like, oh, this should be, like, a five-issue deal, right, and then right. it's over. And then, like, you know, I think they're on, like, I think I just got, like, issue nine or ten. Okay. And it's still, the quality's still yeah, good. Nice. Um, uh, any fans of Goosebumps? Uh, I remember being a kid, like, yep. the Goosebumps series or whatever, R.L. Uh, Stein. Yep, yep. My... And, so Quinn, probably because it was how, or probably because it was October, he started reading the books again. And we were over at, our, at my in-laws' house for birthday. I think it was a birthday party for my father-in-law, and Christine was in visiting with her parents, and Quinn was out in the living room with me. And I happened to notice that they've done the series again, so yeah. we started watching the series again. That's actually pretty good. Like, it's. I mean, I think it's. I don't know if it's Disney. It's on Disney, so I don't know if Disney's doing it or if it's one of their subsidiaries, but, like, there's some pretty big names in it, and 
it's I mean I think it's pretty well done. Like I've never read the books, and he kept telling me, you know, this isn't exactly like the book, which it, again you don't want to do a shot for shot necessarily, yeah, exactly. especially since it's been done before. Like you want to update it a little bit as well. Try it, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's it's actually pretty well done. At least the first episode. Man, I noticed he was watching. I think it was the second or third episode by himself. So. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I I knew that they're redoing that series. Um, Side note, uh, sitting in uh, Town Fair Tire, and for some reason they put on Halloween Town (laughs) Two, and I just sat there the whole time looking at the AC vent in the ceiling, wondering if it would support my weight. My little piece of crap, this movie. There's two. <laughs> what, what did they not? Yeah, like, who, who hit the green light on that one? Like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, this is oh, so bad. Just like, hurry up. Get the new tire on. Yeah, Just please. go. Jeez, I'll walk home. <laughs> Just keep it. You can have the car. Keep it. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, back to R.L. Stein. So, he has comic book uh, Stuff of Nightmares. Oh, okay. Really good. Really? Really good. Not necessarily, like, kids. Right. But it has a really, really good creepy vibe to it. Okay. Really, really good stuff there. Um, I think he has another one. Is it? I think it might be Stuff of Nightmares, and he has a Christmas one coming out called Sleigh Ride. Spelled Sleigh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Clever. So I saw easy. what you did. <laughs> um, another one's pretty good. Uh, something uh, something is killing the children. I've seen that so many times and I've heard so many good things about it. And I see it in the, the comic book store for whatever reason. I don't pull the trigger. It's good. Is it? It's worth getting. Definitely worth getting. Yeah, I've, I've heard so many good things about it. And I've seen it. Like I say, I see it and I'll pick it up and I'll flip through it. And I'm, for whatever reason, I don't know. I just haven't picked it up. I think it's so one of the things I realize when it comes to these horror comics yeah. is other than like in like the seventies when it was like Bernie Wrightson like right. doing like the art for right. House of Mystery, right, right, like right, right. the pencils are not fantastic. Yeah. They're very bare bone and, and actually dare I say even worse now in the modern age. Like it's really simple uh line work right. where you're just like, nah, this is really basic stuff. But the stories are right, really, right. really good. So it's if you can get past some of the artwork on these right. books and actually focus on the story, you'll realize like how good they are. Right. Uh, okay. Something is killing the children. Yep. Has moments like that where you're like, ah, oh, the art isn't fantastic, right. but the story is it so so good. Back yeah. Yep. So good. Um, I was gonna think there's one other one I wanted to bring up. It's it really really good. Um, and I think anyone who's familiar with Joe Hill's work, uh, so you have, uh, oh, Basketful of Heads. I saw that one come out too. That says so good. Is it really? So good. I'm, I'm, before, I'm actually going to give you out cause I have the trade. I'll give you the trade okay. so you can check it out. Yeah, yeah. Right. So good. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Basketful of Heads. And then they came out with a second series that he wrote called, I think it's like Refrigerator Full of Heads. <laughs> That one, eh, yeah. it's not as good as the right, first, right. but it, it, it has its moments. Right, yeah. But yeah, I can't remember. I saw an I saw an advertisement for that basketball heads. Uh, so what's well, that DC black label? Right. So oh, like the yeah, mature so that's label. Where I saw it, right? Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. I think he has he. He 
him. I don't know if he wrote uh, House on House on the Lake because I heard really good things about that. I haven't actually checked it out myself right. yet, but I definitely want to. Um, yeah, I, there's like it seems like there's been like a, a pretty good resurgence, I guess, in the last few years of right. like horror comics yeah. where they're starting to, I think, maybe people have a little bit more of an appetite for it. Where it's like, oh, let's get away from like the superhero right. stuff and just kind of diversify a little bit well they, they do keep talking about potential superhero fatigue with like the movies and the tv shows and all that all the stuff now where it's like people might kind of be saying okay yeah we get it yeah type yeah. thing where it's like up until like up until infinity war or whatever marvel was really good and then covid hit and it kind of like things were hit or miss there i mean it was hit or miss for everything but it was hit or miss for the movies and yeah you know now they just for whatever reason they can't find that next story that's going to like resonate with people like that one did. They, the, so basically what happened, I, in my opinion, would be like the Avengers movies, right? Was that appealed to everyone. Right. That's, and now that story came to a, a you know, the natural end. Right. You're not going to get people that outside of like comic book readers who are going to go and see basically like, a cheesy form of the Avengers, like the West Coast Avengers. Right, right. Like, no one wants to see right. that crap. And that's basically what you've gone to because right. the main cast has been like, I don't really want to play this character right. forever. Like, I'm for good. 10 years. Yeah. I mean, it's time to move on. I'm, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'm, right. trust me. I'm sure if they, they threw uh, Robert Downey Jr., you know, a big fat check, he'd be like, oh, <laughs> Iron Man's resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I've, I definitely feel like that whole genre has kind of been washed out a little bit. And so I can sure. see that there would be... More of an appetite for the, the offshoot books. Or... Yeah, yeah. And in certain cases, it seems like the uh, like the independent publishers, and I use the word independent lately when it comes to image, right. but let's be honest, other than Spawn, right. they don't really do well, superhero that's, that's comics. Right, and it's, I mean, it's all creator-driven. Yeah, yeah, big I, time. I mean, that was their whole thing, was that yeah. they were rebelling against Marvel and DC, who, you know, you come up with this character, we own this character type thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas, you come up with a character over there, you own the character, you own the rights, you own the license. Well, I don't know about the licensing. If that's just like a McFarlane thing. I think it's a McFarlane it's thing. McFarlane yeah, thing. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> They, there's definitely more, much more of a focus on like the horror sci-fi. Right. So it, it's there's definitely some really good stuff. I don't, I don't know how you place your order if you just have like an automatic reorder. If I, you go and peruse, no, I have I haven't gone on D yeah on DCBS. I just go and click my pull list, and I don't really like look at the previews or anything like that. I should probably start doing that because. You'll mention something, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw that. And then I just never added it to my card. Or, oh, yeah, I, I wanted to read that. Or I go into, like, that's entertainment by, like, six months of back issues because I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot this comic was coming out. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and now i got to buy it and read it. But that's that's usually how I feel in the things that I miss. But yeah. i gotta start. I got to start reading previews or at least looking at them and kind of saying, oh, i got to remember that, got to remember that, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I I always check the previews and like and then I don't take I don't have a poll list with DCBS. I go through right. like every publisher of listings. Some of the really, really indie indie ones like Merck and Scout Comics, like I don't even bother. Right. I'm like 
I've tried like a comp book from each, and yeah. I've been like, I'm pretty sure that me and you can do better than that. <laughs> like a few beers in us. <laughs> there, there, there was one of them that I ended up getting a book. Oh, I think it was the Ric Flair book. I got the Ric Flair book, and I started doing some research on the writer. One of these, you know, manly men type guys, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that make that that tracks based on <laughs> what this comic book ended up being. Woo! <laughs> exactly. It's like not that I, not that I expect like Ric Flair to be. Eisner award winning or anything like that but <laughs> and it wasn't a bad story like the story was actually kind of funny and interesting and it kept me entertained but then I just started doing some research I'm like I just have a I just have a feeling about this guy and sure enough I was like yep, okay it's, that's where this guy's coming from yep, which is, is fine but it's just not my thing so <laughs> yeah yeah there's not a lot of talent <laughs> I'll, I'll say it before we move on to games actually I just want to tell one story okay because I thought it was like, I thought it was like the, just like the most, like at the time, I'm like, this is like such a weird thing. I remember coming home when we were roommates, mm-hmm. coming home and you and Christine were sitting in the living room, mm-hmm. lights off, yep. TV on, mm-hmm. PlayStation on, surround sound on. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is walking into a super dark living room and I'm just like, <laughs> well, this is the moment where they murder me. <laughs> like, I knew it was going to happen. Something seemed off about these two. <laughs> and it was because you're playing Fatal Frame. Yep. And I remember, and I remember, I'm like, "What are you playing?" They're like, oh, my Fatal Frame. Yeah. And even, and I don't know how much of a gamer Christina is. Right. So, but I remember, and she's like, "It's so creepy." Yeah, it really. Yeah, yeah and I was like. <laughs> I'm just going out to the kitchen and get something to eat. And I remember just kind of watching for like yeah. a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And like, and then I understood like why you had the surround sound right, on right. and everything. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> What's that behind me? That's, that's the thing. It, <laughs> it was, was like, like, oh shit, it's creepy. Yeah. It was that game. I, I don't know what it would have been like without the, the surround sound, but what the surround sound, I mean, this was the idea of the surround sound, obviously, but like it was just so immersive and just. The, the way that they, like, revealed the story as it went along and that type of thing. And supernatural, obviously, because it's a ghost story. But, yeah, yeah. But, like, it was, like, also, like, demon and, you know, there was the, the Japanese sort of horror vibe to it that, you know. Yeah. Where they don't give you everything, like, right up, right up front and they kind of reveal the story a little bit at a time. And, like, I, I wrote an article about it for the, the webpage and, like, the, the creepy little ghost kids that are like, the, all they said was like, play, play. Like, just saying it right now, it's giving me freaking chills because, like... <laughs> no, no thanks. No, no, I don't want to play. <laughs> I just want to go home. I'm just seriously, I'm not... And it was funny because it's like, you hear the, the story and you're like, you have this magic camera that captures ghost spirits and freezes them and blah, blah, blah. And it, like, sounds ridiculous, but then you get into the game and you're like, this game is scary <laughs> it was weird it was it was i didn't really understand the allure it was almost like really like thinking about it like you know years after right. and, and then like picking up the game yeah. and like i'm gonna play it right and yeah like now i get it yeah. i'm like i really do get it and i'm like this is creepy yeah, it really and it, it does it has that japanese horror where they're not like over the top right. gore or anything where it's like really they do the stuff that messes with your head right so, like, even that, like, you can hear, like, 
you know, you turn on your surround sound, yeah. you hear like something whispering behind right. you. Yeah. And like, as you get closer, you can hear like things moving yeah. and like footsteps. Yeah. And you're like, oh God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What's going to happen? Yeah, but yeah, I don't want to open the door. <laughs> don't make me open the door. <laughs> I don't want to finish this game. <laughs> it was, that was one of the, I, to me, like, that is one of those like truly scary yes. games. Yep. Like, that captures it like perfectly what right. a scary game yep. is supposed yep. to be. Yep. Yeah, that it's it's got that psychological component to it that you were talking about earlier. Where it's yeah, like, it just like crawls in the back of your brain and yeah. just nestles in there, and you're like, like you say, it's like, what's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen next? Yeah. Oh god, what's gonna happen next? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that game that game was crazy. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of people bring up like Dead Space and stuff like that, right. and I'm like, that game had moments like yeah. kind of like jump scare type yeah, stuff. Right, right. I didn't really find it to be too crazy, like. Silent Hill, that was creepy. Right. Like the whole environment was yeah, like really creepy. Right. Like there was some really messed up creatures in that. Yeah. And the, but for some reason, Fatal Frame just hit so different. Right. Like, well, that's when when Silent Hill first came out. It was one of those games that people were kind of pushing because they're like, "Oh, it's a creepy game." It's and it it does have the aspects of that psychological horror, but I don't know for whatever reason. I just, I couldn't get into that one as much. I don't know why. Like, I, I played the first one, and it was fine. And there were there were spooky moments to it, like you say. Like, the, you know, the um, footsteps in the background. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind yep. of thing. Yeah. Which is really cool, and it's a cool effect. But, yeah, for whatever reason, that, that game just didn't hit with me. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I didn't love it. I didn't think, I thought it was overrated. Mm. Um I also thought, and I'm sure people will probably light me on fire for this, but that's fine. Go, go for it, bitches. Uh, I thought that Resident Evil, I, I thought th- those games are completely overrated. Mm. Like, I just never got into them. Like, the the first ones are, I don't care what anyone says, first ones are freaking god-awful, and it is based on the controls. The controls oh, are oh, so yeah, fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. Like, pivot, pivot, right, pivot, right, right. move forward, move back, <laughs> pivot, pivot. It's like, why, why, why am I doing this? I'm like, this is so stupid. Trying to aim your weapon and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it's like okay, yeah. Now I have like zombie dogs like right. chewing on my face. Like, <laughs> what would you what do you think was gonna happen? The controls are terrible. The voice acting was awful. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So you go, yeah here comes a zombie. Right. Like really slow and ambling. Like I got plenty of time. Oh yeah, no! Nope. Now my character's humping <laughs> right. the wall for some reason. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Couldn't get into it to the point. I also felt like they, like the first, because it's Capcom, right? they ruined the first Dino Crisis. I don't know if you ever played Dino Crisis. Uh, I think I might have. First one, same controls. Yeah. It just drove me nuts. Right. It's like, okay, I'm supposed to like run from a dinosaur and it's right. like, it's like driving in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's weird because I think it's, now that I'm thinking about it for whatever, I, I those Grew, those control schemes must have uh, grown out of um, Tomb Raider because Tomb Raider had a very similar kind of style to it, where especially the first one, the controls of the first one are god awful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's the same kind of thing where it's like you have to aim with the trigger button and then pull with the or shoot with the X. But it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, oh, ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know how they come up with these controls and I think, like, oh, this is, like, the most intuitive just, thing just ever. Take, just take me back to Devil May Cry, where I never run out of ammo and it's yeah. only one button. And I'm just sitting there just holding the button down. <laughs> and I'm like, 
There was like, there. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kill everything. <laughs> Zombie dog's dead in half a second. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, I think one of the first games I remembered that really, like, I remember, like, being kind of creeped out by it. And it was only at certain moments. And it was, like, um, Castlevania 2. Where they did the little message when the right. sun goes down, right, 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 and I was just like, "Oh God!" <laughs> it is, it is, it is crazy. Like for two D scrollers, how much atmosphere those games had, and how much they put into the like. It's because they, I mean, obviously because they developed the story, but also because they, you know, like you say, it's those little touches where it's like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay, well, all right, sun's sun's still good. I can go around right, and like right. talk to villagers right. and stuff, and then suddenly it's like. I forgot what the message right. is, but I just remember, like, I'm like, oh, God. And then suddenly there's, like, little zombie things, like, running around at you. I'm like, oh, God. Like, let me in. <laughs> let me in the one that houses. <laughs> oh, that game, that game, that was one I got for Christmas, and I just played it and played it and played it. And it was so hard, and I've never beaten that game. Like, because there's, like, so many, like, weird secrets right. to it where it's yeah. like, okay, you got to, like, kneel here and then mm. some tornado will take you to oh, yeah, Dracula's yeah, castle yeah. or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand what you want me to do <laughs> here. I remember reading that in, like, one of the magazines about that part. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I'm like, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's completely, yeah, yeah. sure. Why yeah. didn't I think of that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, just kneel in this really random spot yeah. and uh, that's <laughs> <Right>. it. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, of course. I'm sitting here punching merman in the face like an idiot. <laughs> so what are you guys doing for Halloween? What's your Halloween look like? Uh, so our Halloween, generally speaking, is we go trick-or-treating. Although the only one who really goes anymore is Quinn. The last few years we've been meeting up with her sister. Because her sister's kids are younger, so gotcha. she'll come with us too. Yeah, we do trick-or-treating. Usually in October, we, like, watch the horror movies that we like. Like, we watch the the first and, well, we watch the first of the reboot of Halloween that they released uh, in 2018. We watched that mm-hmm. one, and then she watched the second one this morning, and then she's like, I might as well watch the third one, too. And I'm like, why? You don't like the third one. Like, <laughs> why would you watch it? And she's like, well, I just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, fine, watch it. But, I mean, the third one, that's... Those like those are the horror movies that I I said that it, I don't know if I said it but I wasn't much of a horror person growing up you know I watched like I said Night of the Living Dead and I watched The Alien way too young but Christine was big she's always been big into horror and it wasn't until we watched I think she made me watch Halloween yeah and I got hooked there because that's that's a really well done horror movie yep um, with a good story things get wacky in that one. And like three or four or something like that, but then every so often they reboot it and bring it back and yeah, kind yeah. of update it for more modern sensibilities. And is that the the new ones? Are those the Rob Zombie ones? No, well, Rob Zombie did a couple before this, but then Blumhouse, who I was joking, it seems like they have like every horror franchise now imaginable. They got a hold of it and they rebooted it with. The original actors, like, well, Jamie Lee Curtis, I guess, is the only one that's left. But, you know, it, was, it continued that storyline, the Jamie Lee Curtis storyline, where it's like, 
you know, Michael Myers. I think the only thing they didn't keep from the originals is that Michael Myers isn't her brother. Yeah. He's yeah. just some random psycho who's, you know, obsessed with her for whatever reason. So that's, there was that one, Halloween, Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends is the most recent trilogy. And the last one is by far the weakest of the three. Like, I I don't know if you could skip it completely. I mean, I, I, I guess you could, but I think they leave it kind of open. Because they knew they were going to do three movies, but yeah, I thought those I thought those ones were really well done. Like, we just watched again. We watched the first one yesterday, and I think like the first ten minutes of that movie that it's just so suspenseful. It just just so well done. Like that's the other thing thing too. There's gore in the in the movies, and the gore factor is kind of upped a little bit this time. Yeah, but there's also like that. There's also like genuine suspense in those movies as well, where it's yeah, Halloween hits a little bit different. Yeah, like I I, I agree with that there there is that gore factor, and like for some reason it doesn't that I'm not like oh it's so stupid right like I'm just like oh, okay because right. the rest of the movie is generally it's good right so I'm just like okay <laughs> yeah I'm like all right it's like good writing I'm yeah, like exactly. makes sense right. I'm like okay right. cool and yeah then, and then the other one that really the other franchise that I really got into was Scream. Because mm-hmm. we saw that one in the theater, and again, it was like one of those things where it was like you didn't know what to expect going in because this was before the internet became what it is, and everything's out there before the movie even comes out, so you didn't know what to you didn't know what to expect going in. And again, it's like it's it's obviously like tongue in cheek a lot of it, but yeah, it yeah. also still has some of those really good elements of what I like in a horror movie. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't I, I haven't seen any of the new Halloween movies. I've only seen like the older ones. Right. What hat <laughs> and it kinda and I, I understand this is completely like hypocritical, but I really enjoy I don't know if the YouTube channel, um, Dead Meat. Mm. He does like it's uh James Janice and he does kill counts for horror movies. Oh. He's such a funny guy <laughs> though. I don't know if you've seen any of those. Uh. So funny. Like I highly recommend it. It's almost like the Cliff Notes versions right. of horror movies where he's like, okay, then this happens, and this happens, and this person gets stabbed right through the ribs. Like, it's, it's like so nonchalant, right. and then he just had like, he just has like a lot of a charisma, so right. it actually makes it really watchable, and it makes like, I just like giggle the whole time. Like, it's so funny. I actually had Sarah watch one yeah. uh, for the first time a couple a couple nights ago because she had mentioned like we should watch some creepy movies right. for Halloween. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right. And then uh, I was like, but check this out. If you don't really want to sit down and watch the whole movie, you just got to watch this. It's so funny. Yeah, our, our Halloween, you know, we don't have kids. Right. Like, it's quiet. Uh, she has to work. So her, her, you know, real life horror movie, she works, you know, she's an RN in a psychiatric hospital. Right, yeah. So <laughs> so she gets to do that. And uh, I'm going to, my aunt always has like a little Halloween get together. Right. So I'm going to stop by there for like an hour or two and nice. grab some food. And that's basically it. Yeah, we, well, so one of my nieces was actually born on Halloween and they had a birthday party for her yesterday. So we went up to their house and they had like this little haunted trail for the kids to walk through, which was pretty cool. That is neat. Yeah. My wife was mentioning like how much they spent on decorations because like obviously everything's expensive and we're talking about how everything's expensive. And I was like, they could like just open it up to people and be like have a little donation jar and just be like if you want to walk through this you know just leave a couple bucks or whatever yeah yeah. try to recoup some of their costs because like people are always up for that kind of stuff like it's not it was for little kids because she's only she's 
57. Jesus. Jesus. Where's the time go? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Sean. No, no I, can't believe, I can't believe she said it. I can't believe she said it. But it was for a little kid, so it's not yeah, yeah. super spooky, but they still did a really good job on it. Do you remember, and I don't know if you're in the area at this point, in Berniston, mm-hmm. Berniston, right on Main Street in Berniston, there was like a, a church there, an empty church, yeah. and they actually turned it every year into a haunted house. Did you ever? That was hands down the best haunted house I've ever gone to. Really? A year after year, like you would have lines like going literally down the block. Wow. Like right to like five and ten. Wow. Like it was absolutely like you know like where the Dunkin' Donuts gas yeah, station yeah, yeah. is? It was like a church like right next to there. Yeah. All the way down to five and ten there'd wow. be like lines That's like crazy. waiting to get into it. And it was so well done. Like yep. everything they did, like every scene that they made in there, like it was like top notch. Like mm-hmm. it was crazy. That's like cool. it was so fun. Somebody um, somebody bought the mansion in town, and she's been working to restore it. And, you know, she has, like, little festivals and stuff to try to make money to help restore it. And uh, she did, like, a little haunted house where you walk through. But it wasn't, it wasn't like anything like it sounds like that is. It was just kind of like, you know, very basic, creepy stuff as you're going through. It was still well done, but, yeah, it doesn't sound like it was on the same level as that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it blew my mind. It was always worth the wait. Right. It was uh, even being like a you know a small kid. I yeah. think I was only like maybe like nine, ten at the right, time, right. and like it was just so creepy. Mm-hmm. Like everything they did there was wow. Like this is amazing. Yeah. Like for Burnest. I know seriously. <laughs> I think we agree. Favorite genre of horror movies is going to be more on the psychological side. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I still stand by my bio. On the webpage, which is, I love the cheesy creature mm. horror movies, Piranaconda, yep. <laughs> all that stuff. I just saw, <laughs> instead of Slaughterhouse, they have Slotherhouse. I saw that. Actually, one of the podcasts I listened to, oh, one of the women on it, she's, she stars in that. So they were talking about, she was talking about it. I was like, I got to check it out now. <laughs> they do a shower scene like Psycho. Oh, really? <laughs> check it out it's worth checking out oh my god it's so bad it's good <laughs> definitely worth checking out have you seen ash versus evil dead or stand against evil have you seen either one of those ones no i'm i've seen like the original evil dead stuff yeah yeah, yeah. i saw i just happened to see ash versus evil dead it came across hulu and i was like oh i'll watch this and it's like it's actually pretty well done i thought guillermo del toro was part of it so you know, it's and obviously um, Ash is there, so it's can't got, go wrong. What's that? Can't go wrong. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's funny because they obviously, you know, it's one of those things where they update it for you know, quote unquote, modern sensibilities. But Ash is still stuck in the seventies, yeah, which is pretty funny. <laughs> is pretty funny. <laughs> Reminds me, speaking of Hulu, have you seen Prey? Yes. That that was, that was so good. They did a really good job with that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, because like, you know, again, I had a friend that was like, you gotta watch it, right. and I was like, why? Right. He's like, it's it's Predator, but so much better. Mm. And I'm like, I've seen Predator. Right. I'm like I'm good. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 you, you don't understand. Like, yeah. And I remember watching it, just being like, holy crap. Yeah. I'm like, this is so much better than the original <laughs> exactly. Predator movies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like it blew them away. Yeah. Like so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same kind of thing. Somebody recommended it to me, and I had seen it a couple of times, 
And I thought about watching it, but then, you know, I just didn't. And then, like you say, somebody was like, oh, you should check it out. And I said, yeah. And then I did. And it was really good. Yeah. Really was, well done. Yeah, I was blown away by that. Yeah. There's, um, it's weird. Like, when you think of, like, Hulu. Like, for some reason, you think it's going to be, like, you know, Pluto TV or something right. like that, where it's just, like, ah, rehashing <laughs> yeah. stuff or whatever. But they have, like, a lot of good original stuff on there, yeah. especially this time of year. Right. I remember even last year, like, all their Halloween stuff, right. like, was pretty good. Yeah. And, they, and their exclusive stuff was really, right. really good, so. Well, they have, yeah, they have the collections, too, because, you know, it's owned by Disney, so, like, Disney owns everything. Yeah, but basically. Like, we started watching... We started watching American Horror Story when it was first on. Like, we watched the first series season, which was really yep. good. Yep. The second season was pretty good. And then, I don't remember what she she watched. We stopped watching it. The second season, the circus one? No, 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 no. The second one was the um, Mental Hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. That, one, that one was pretty good. It took a little while to get going, but like yeah. then it was really good at the end. I thought, like, the last three episodes were really good. And then, for whatever reason, I think I think, like, the next season came out. And we saw it, and we're like, we saw like the ads for it, and we're like, hmm, I don't want to watch this. Kind <laughs> of then, felt like it jumped the shark, right, right, yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. And then, so they had like an anthology series too, where they did, just did like separate horror stories. Yeah. And that was that was pretty decent. Most of those were pretty good. Some of them were cheesy, but that's to be expected. And then we've been watching the hotel one. We watched the first three episodes of that, the one with Lady Gaga and that. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Is, I mean, it's it's actually it's pretty well done, I think. Like, and that's sort of what seems to be with that series it is, is that it's like a hit or miss. And trying to find the ones that are good is... <laughs> I forgot about that. Is uh, They do have their moments. Mm-hmm. I think lately I haven't really enjoyed a lot of the newer seasons, right. but like right. the, the first few I really liked. Yeah. I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, well, that's, that's yeah. the thing. It's, some, sometimes they go overboard with like the, the sex stuff, and I know I sound like an old man when I say that, but... <laughs> well, I mean, listen, right? if you want to see that, you're just going to fire up Pornhub and type in Halloween. I mean, like, listen, we're good. We're good. All right. We don't need you. But you don't have to multitask. All right. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, the, that was pretty good. And I feel like we're forgetting like the biggest and the best thing about Halloween which is Treehouse of Horror. Oh. I mean, <laughs> you can't go wrong with 30 years know, of quality Halloween episodes. <laughs> we watched, because Liam got big into The Simpsons too, so we watched the last year or the year before, we watched it all as a family, the episode. Oh, the Treehouse of yeah, Horror Treehouse episode? Treehouse of Horror episode, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Love Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, same. So good. So good. I love how it has that take on like what's going on like in like right. pop culture yep. now. Yeah. We're like, all right, this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so good. As always, thanks for listening. You can find us if you haven't already at www.twoguysgaming.net. We have articles. This week has been a little short on our articles because I've been focusing on the podcasts and YouTube channel this week. But next week I'll be back with my comic reviews for the month. And then I have Dungeons and Dragons, Ixalan bunch of other things planned for november i always do my thankful for gaming in november so look for those articles this month until the next podcast comes out which will be about the new ixalan set there's also a link to our socials including our youtube which is back to just being the calendar again 
because I've been incredibly busy at school and that's all I've been able to record, but hopefully I will get some more content to put up there. We will be back next month with Ixalan and maybe we'll talk about some of the things that we're thankful for as far as gaming goes this month. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm thankful that we were actually able to put together a playgroup a couple of times and play some Commander. That was a lot of fun. So maybe we'll talk about that in the context of our magic discussion in November. I'm recording this after the fact because I forgot to record it with Chris. So I'm pretty sure, I can't remember exactly what he says here, but it's something like, see you later guys or bye guys or something like that. So I'm sure that sentiment is here, even though he is not. Talk to you next month. Bye guys. We are two guys game.